0: Howdy, 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 and welcome to the Red Dirt Aggie Show. It's Thursday, and it's time to talk sports. Today, the Fighting Texas Aggie basketball team took on Murray State, and uh, this Saturday, the UMass Minutemen will be headed to Kyle Field, 11 a.m. kickoff, where the Fighting Texas Aggie football team will... Please, to God, I hope we can get a win. We'll look to get a win uh, this weekend for Senior Night. Um, we're 34-point favorites. Hopefully we can pull it off. But um, in today's episode, I, uh, I decided to have a guest. I'm going to call him up in a minute. His name is Joey Mungo. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, fighting Texas Aggie and the former president of Reed Rowdies. Um which I was a member of Reed Rowdy's actually while he was president. And uh I had a lot of fun in that organization at uh Texas A and M, going to all the basketball games, supporting the basketball team, uh advertising, raising awareness for the basketball team. Uh it was a lot of fun. But um he'll he'll be sharing some analysis on Aggie basketball. He's also gonna talk Aggie football a little bit, uh, later on in the show. But thanks for tuning in tonight. Now, uh, let's hear a message from our sponsor, Heritage Pools. For all your swimming pool needs in the greater Houston, Texas area, whether you need a new pool, repairs, remodels, regular service, inspections, Heritage Pools does it all. Give them a call today at 281-896-5061. And so now let's uh, go ahead and break down today's game against Murray State. It It was a tough loss that we had. And to help us do that, I actually have on the phone with me right now Good friend of mine and former Reed Rowdy's president, Joey Mungo. How you doing, Joey?
1: I I wish I was joining you under better circumstances.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's for sure. It was it was a tough loss. I didn't get to see all of the game today, so I, that's why that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on, as well as the fact that I do appreciate your analysis.
1: Yeah, anytime, anytime. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Main takeaway was Murray State, they played well, they played hard, and uh, we just could not get it done on the offensive end of the floor. It just felt like every time we got in the paint, we'd throw a ball up, wouldn't go in, or we'd shoot a three, and there were some bad misses. Uh, I, I don't know, I don't have the exact numbers in front of you, but it felt like Radford had a really bad day shooting.
0: Yeah, four for 13. Uh, not great. Yeah,
1: Radford was not great. They, they sh- really took Wade Taylor out of the game. Uh, total, or basically a non-factor in the first half. That that really, getting behind in the first half, it really just led to struggling to get back into the game in the second half.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, when you take someone out of a game like that, and then Wade, Wade Taylor also uh, struggled more so than normal. He'd been playing really well up until now, but he mm-hmm. you know, was 5 for 15 from the from the field. Um,
1: yeah, he, he had a better second half, but it just wasn't good enough. Uh, yeah. Coleman and Marble both really struggled down low. Um, so yeah, we, it was just really an all around bad performance And Murray State. They like hats off to them. They, they played well and they look like a good team. Uh, I, I think you might be seeing them in March
0: yeah i mean they put up they put up eighty eight points on us i mean they had a they obviously outplayed us <laughs> Had a pretty solid game from uh from the looks of the stats you know from someone who didn't watch the entire game but um yeah i mean what 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 have you uh what do you can you expect to see out of our team this year what what are you looking forward to watching on our team what should uh someone who maybe doesn't know as much about the aggie basketball team what should they look to expect this year this season from us
1: the, the two guys that have stood out to me these first few games have been uh I'll, I'll you a returning guy hayden hefner uh, he's actually yeah. impressed me with uh with you know he, he's looking like a, a improved player like he worked on his game this off season and he's looking like he could be a, a, have a bigger role this season and he's fun to watch and, and the team loves him so him getting more minutes that's only good things for the chemistry
0: oh for sure um i i I went to the first uh, couple games and he shot the ball really well from from three particularly um was something I yeah. noticed that is uh three ball game had improved.
1: yeah and he he's a buzz guy too so you know yeah very very <laughs> very good player to have in that locker room and I know Henry Coleman's always making Hayden hefner jokes on twitter and all
0: that and <laughs> I love it yeah and I mean and of course boots the The fan favorite from Baton Rouge.
1: Yeah, we all know Boots is good. (laughs) And and the other guy that I really like so far this season is Julius Marble. Um, Mm -hmm. For our transfers, but man, that's a big dude right there. And him and Coleman being down low, I think once he settles into the team, gets adjusted, uh, we're gonna be in good shape come conference play. But I, I think some of these transfers getting in there. We saw it today like there's gonna be a little bit of an adjustment period yeah with, with all these new guys coming in but i, I think marvel is gonna be key you know having an, another guy kind of like henry coleman size to to play down low and and give coleman some rest like that's gonna be super helpful because last year coleman didn't have any help
0: yeah last year we were we were a, a small team <laughs> so to speak we had to play a lot of small ball last year and that was always an issue for us um, finishing games and stuff <laughs> getting out rebounded almost every game yeah so it's always nice to have to have height
1: <laughs> yeah so those are the two guys I'm really looking forward to watching this year and and making our team better and, and building on some of the success we had last year.
0: Yeah, and I mean, all all it will take is us to have you know a, a run in the tournament, or to make the tournament and make a little bit of noise, and then the recruits will come, and we could be yeah. in good shape. You know, I think buzz is built, setting up a good culture. We really just need to get you know one or two big names, and we could be set to make an even deeper run at something. <laughs> just
1: oh, for sure, the, for sure. I I mean, it's a long season. Yeah. Buzz is. Buzz is going to do things his own way, and that's why, you know, these losses they're going to hurt here. But you know, come twenty twenty three in conference play, and uh, hopefully March, uh, yeah. I think I think we'll be in good shape, and they're going to they're going to come back stronger from this. I'm not I'm not too worried.
0: No, I mean it's so early. Basketball is is a long season. I mean, you look at the turnaround we had at the end of last year. Uh, as long as it doesn't take us that long to get going again. Then uh, we should we should be in in March. I mean, is I mean, I know it's early to say that, but yeah, it's something that I would hope for.
1: <laughs> yeah, with this team, that should be the goal this season. I mean, Absolutely. it might sound a little bit arrogant, but I mean that that's the expectations that this team should have coming in this season, and they should keep their eye on the prize and prepare like they're going to be there.
0: Yep. All right, and uh, with the with the loss today, um, I haven't looked yet. Do you know who who we would play next?
1: Yeah, we actually avoided a UMass game tomorrow, so we avoided <laughs> playing UMass two days in a row in two different sports. because uh, so, UMass actually upset Colorado, so we're playing Colorado tomorrow. And
0: oh wow, okay. You
1: know, <laughs> to, to be quite honest. I'd honestly rather play Colorado from like a preparation standpoint. Like obviously we want to win, but I feel like Colorado, you know, they're a power conference team. I uh, I guess in basketball it's power six with the Big East. Yeah. And uh they're they're gonna have, you know, better athletes. Maybe <laughs> not better players based off the score, but I, I think it'll be a better <laughs> game to take us prepared. And to be quite honest, I, that's all I'm care I care about at this point in the season.
0: Well, yeah, that's that's the um, difference. These these non conference games won't really mean a lot come March. To the, <laughs> it's more about conference play than anything with the basket with the college basketball season. It's just it it's a lot more heavily based on what we do in conference. But the, these are the type of games that will prepare us to do well in conference play. So, yeah, that's what you have to focus on, I guess, huh?
1: Yeah, that's that's my mindset. I mean, obviously, I'm not a Colorado expert. You know, I'm not watching uh, Pac-12 basketball religiously at this point in the season. Yeah, um,
0: not not yet. <laughs> not yet. You know, I, I, I at
1: least want to make it to conference play so I can hear some Bill Walton commentary. You know?
0: Oh goodness, yes. <laughs>
1: But you know, at least in conference, plays like two good teams. Now it's just everyone's playing scrubs, and yeah, I, I'm not going out by the way to watch Colorado basketball. No offense to any Buffs
0: fans <laughs> listening into this podcast. I know there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, if if there's any Colorado fans that uh, that managed to find this, we love you. We're we're happy that you're listening because that that means that the podcast is growing. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So we don't want to scare you away, but um, let's see. I'm looking at the the box score, seeing what we can find out from that game against uh, where they played UMass. See if they have their us see their their leading scorer in that game was uh, Tristan De Silva. He had 17 points, eight for 15. So I'm assuming we'll you want sl- to look out for. assuming we'll want to slow him down. Uh, <laughs> but Yeah, so be on the lookout for Tristan Da Silva, the forward. Um, He played the most minutes for them, too, so I'm assuming he's their guy. He was their leading scorer, too. The rest of them were in single digits in scoring, except for their guard, K.J. Simpson. Uh, But K.J. Simpson sought four for 16, so maybe not the best shooter.
1: Wait, hold up. Is Tennessee bad this year? Like, how bad is Tennessee? Because Colorado beat them by by like 12 by 12 points and they lost to umass yesterday
0: they beat wait they beat tennessee isn't tennessee yeah, wasn't tennessee, tennessee ranked like tennessee was ranked 11th when colorado beat them and they beat them 78 to 66 yeah i'm seeing that now too hold on <laughs> yeah uh so this umass thing might have been a pretty big upset then
1: yeah, the more I'm looking into this, I'm like, man, this Colorado team not not too bad. Yeah, so and, so now, know, now I'm a little to more point. concerned. I, I'd rather <laughs> play Colorado than UMass. You know, it's better preparation.
0: Yeah, well, it, it'll definitely be good preparation. And if if uh, if they're a team that's beat an SEC opponent, then they they've they're about to take on another SEC opponent. So, you know.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
0: We'll just have to see what happens tomorrow what time what time is the game have they announced what time it is yet let's see uh let's see if we can find it somewhere the espn app is it. no good for that but
1: uh <laughs> i had it pulled up and then i closed out that window
0: well we'll let you know on our social media page oh yeah <laughs> once we find out oh, I, will, oh, I will say oh, it, oh, what
1: is it <laughs> at red dirt I don't, know, I don't
0: remember your Twitter handle. I know, I follow you, but that's why I don't have no, to remember. I type it in it's every a... time because I <laughs> follow you. Yeah, it's a, at TRD Aggie Show, which stands for the Red Dirt Aggie Show. And then we got our Facebook page, the Red Dirt Aggie Show is what that one's called. Um, and then there's a Instagram page, at the Red Dirt Aggie Show. So <laughs> they're all just pretty much named what the show is, except that Twitter one is at TRD. So.
1: And you know what? If you follow them, you don't even have to remember them. That's what I do.
0: Yeah, just – you can follow me. Then you can uh, you can turn on the little notification thingy, and then you'll know all the great stuff that we're going to talk about on the show. And you would have known that uh, we were going to have a guest today. You wouldn't have known who because I, I couldn't tell you that. It's going to be a surprise. And uh, we have Joey here who's our surprise. Oh, I appreciate also – um, if you're into the the music episodes, I am recording an episode most likely this Sunday with a Texas musician and that will go live sometime soon, so be on the lookout for that too. All right, and to so we covered basketball and uh now as always we'll we'll talk football. It's it's been a little depressing lately, so I've been trying to focus more on basketball, which turned out to be depressing today, too. But uh, Joey decided to stick around and try to make us be positive about Jimbo. So, Joey, why are you positive about Jimbo right now? What what can you find that's, that's positive?
1: Well, contrary to what we saw against Auburn, and I will admit, it didn't look good, but I don't think Jimbo's an idiot. And we've already seen the rumors he's going to hire an offensive coordinator. I think that'll fix a lot of the issues. Yes. Right right now we're hearing every week his system is so outdated or whatever. It's not yes. this like modern air raid offense. And, you know, it's. I don't even think that's true to the extent. I think you can still be successful with, you know, a more traditional offense, but you got to have the right quarterback for it. And, you know, none of our quarterbacks recently have been that guy. Yeah. Until we find that quarterback, I think we're going to struggle. But I think Wegman could be that guy. So I like that.
0: Yeah, I think there's a bright future for him. Uh, you know, as long as he stays happy and doesn't get replaced or something crazy happen or get hurt.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, yeah, that is a big thing. I mean, the biggest problem this season for me was always the quarterback situation.
0: Changed I would, too much.
1: Like, I was half off on Kings coming into
0: the season, right? And yeah. And I, I
1: didn't see the point in starting Max Johnson at any point in any game because we, we knew who he was, you know? He wasn't going to turn into a good quarterback all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, I um, I thought after the Bama game, they should have went to Connor. <laughs> I don't remember. Did they? But Or maybe they didn't. Okay, they
1: No, they didn't. They went at the end of the game.
0: To Connor yeah they did it until the end of the game and I was I was just wondering I even had um the thought why not start Connor for the bama game our season was any hopes of a championship or shot at that point why not start preparing for next season getting your guy ready and you know, playing yeah, experience
1: that game was just such unfortunate timing
0: because
1: <laughs> that was kind of the point where you want to um you know pull get King out of there and get Connor in there and see what what this five star is made of, and um, I would have done that way sooner. Like, I would have done that after the first game. You know, yeah. Okay, King still can't throw accurately. He still is. He he doesn't have the right touch on balls. Like at any point, like.
0: Or after scared
1: out there after App State, around. rather.
0: Like I mean, you know, it's clear that something no, exactly. needs to change after that. Like.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially App State. I mean, they did make the change, but they went to the wrong quarterback. That's the problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, you know, Connor, you watch him throw the ball. He's got some he's got a nice little touch on it, you know? He's not out there just with like a like a five iron. He's out there with, you know, a little pitching wedge, sand wedge, a little <laughs> nine iron sometimes. He he can put some touch on the ball a little bit. I I mean he's not perfect, you know, he's a freshman, but he you can, can see he he's already got way more potential than King when it comes to just being a yeah a good thrower of the ball.
0: He's got a higher ceiling than either one of the quarterbacks out there. The other ones might have more experience, but they're not going to grow much more.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think quarterback looking great. Like, I, I, I'm i a believer in Connor.
0: Yeah, I'm a, I agree.
1: <laughs> and I also think, you know, in a few years, all these young freshmen playing, that's going to pay dividends.
0: If they stay. <laughs>
1: if they stay, which... I think they will. I mean, they're getting the opportunity to play right now. That's true. Which and if Jimbo is is making changes and and like we're seeing players suspended, but as long as players are being held accountable for their actions, the players are gonna be okay with, you know, players other players being suspended if it's, you know, just suspensions and Jimbo is having to be like, Okay, like you're here but
0: if they break a rule get held accountable for it and then don't exactly. break the rule again, yeah. then it's yeah. not really a and big players deal. <laughs> we'll respect that accountability. Yeah. Um,
1: so like, I, I'm not too worried about people leaving. Like there's gonna be some people that leave, but they are not gonna be people you want to stay around.
0: Yeah. What, what do you think about the whole sleeve thing? Is there any truth to that? Do you think it's just a rumor uh, <laughs> sleeve gate <laughs> with Moose and Muhammad?
1: You know, the man's cold. Who cares? <laughs> It, <laughs> like, I, I think it's a dumb rule. I, I understand why it's a thing, but let the man play.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I don't really know, um, you know, who's saying what is true. It just seems like a strange strange rule. Apparently it was because it caused fumbles, but then it only applied to certain position groups. And I was just like, well, they either, it either needs to, you know, apply to everyone or not be a thing. But... <laughs>
1: See, that's the stuff that might lose Jimbo some players because, like, BS rules like that. Like, come on. But then again, some football players are weird. They might be like, "Yo, we need that rule because, like, we don't. Yeah. We don't need to be coughing up the football and all that." So,
0: one, well, I wonder just to get if,
1: a gauge of what players think about certain things and how things happen. But if the players think the things are that Jimbo's making good decisions, like that, they're, they're going to stay.
0: Yeah, and going back to that sleeve thing, I wonder if it was a situation where Jimbo told him to take off the sleeves, and if he would have took off the sleeves, he would have got to play, and he didn't take them off. Or I wonder if it's like he saw him in the sleeves and said, you're not playing, and then just like put his foot down. Because those are two different things in my eyes. Yeah, I, I
1: think <laughs> it's got to be the second one, because otherwise I don't know anyone who would have just taken off the sleeves. But I guess if you're not going to play, you might as well keep them on, so that way you're not freezing on the sidelines. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like it's just it, that's just strange to me that he wouldn't have been like let him take off the sleeves and play, you know he had to be like no, <laughs> you wore sleeve no play.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and you know as the son of a former Bears player and only known for <laughs> playing for the Bears, I gotta love Moose Junior. Or Moose the Third is that what it is? What's yeah? I don't well, even hold on, hold on now. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm a, a, I'm a, as a fan. as a Panthers fan, I remember Moose more as a Carolina Panther. So I don't know. Oh, really okay, that's so? Yeah, the legendary Panthers receiver, Moussin Muhammad, who I actually met no. him personally, by the way, one time. He's a pretty good guy. For the record. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, no, I, I think those two things, I'm still a little positive about the situation. Like, not going to a bowl game, that's inexcusable, but.
0: Yeah. Would have been know. nice for the extra practices, too, just to yeah, win the get the six wins. the extra is a big thing. <laughs> We we could use that. <laughs> but uh what do you do you think A chain comes back next year? No. no he, he's he's gone, gone, right? To the draft <laughs> he,
1: he's gone in every sense of the word, you know. He's running away from defenders, he's run away from yeah. AM to go make some money. You know, he's just that fast.
0: Yeah. I um my only worry for him with going to the league though is his size. Like I mean he's he's got the talent. I I don't know. <laughs> You know, if he'll be able to make it in the league, but I hope he does for him, for his sake. He he gave our team a lot. Um, do you think do you think he'll play this week? I've seen stuff saying he might come back and play this week.
1: Um, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> like, I, I, how am I supposed to know?
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. I just didn't know if you'd seen anything. <laughs> no, I haven't seen anything. I'm have yeah. sources.
1: <laughs> I'm just a bum on Twitter.
0: Oh, I mean, me too, but (laughs) we all have our sources.
1: (laughs) I'm out there arguing with players' mothers.
0: Oh, yeah, I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, don't call someone's son a bum on Twitter because then their mother might tweet at you. Had that happen this week,
0: you know? (laughs) I had Lamar Jackson call me out on Twitter because I made fun of him and then he corrected me. (laughs) You know, that's the beauty of Twitter, isn't it? Yeah, that anyone can say anything. <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at MoeJungo. Very fun word to say.
0: Yeah, you can, and uh, you can follow the Dirt Aggie Show account too, as we uh, as we mentioned earlier at TRD yeah. Aggie Show. And then guess what? Right. It, it follows Joey, and uh, Joey follows That's true. it. So. <laughs> But, uh, well, I'll let you finish up talking about football. I'll be back next week because we talk some DePaul because I am the most knowledgeable person in both A and and DePaul basketball on the entire planet. If you combine <laughs> those two things, yeah, very random things to combine, but accurate. <laughs> so right. uh, we'll have Joey back for uh, sometime before the DePaul game to give his analysis. But uh, thanks for thanks for um, calling in, Joey, and uh, we'll see you next time. Anytime. All righty. Well, it was nice having uh, Joey call in at the show today. He's a good friend of mine, and uh, we hung out a lot together in college. And I haven't got to see him in a while, so it was good to get to talk to him a little bit, uh, have him on the podcast, do a little analysis but uh, he uh, he wasn't lying when he said he's a uh, DePaul expert too. He he grew up a big uh, DePaul fan when he was a little kid and stuff. Uh, there's pictures of him going to the games and stuff. But um, so we'll definitely have him back to break that down. But uh, what I wanted to do now is just uh, we'll we'll look ahead to the game this weekend. The uh, the Aggies will be taking on the UMass Minutemen, <laughs> University of Massachusetts Minutemen. Uh they currently only have one win this season. And their uh their only win came against Stony Brook. But, you know, not really a whole lot on the line in this matchup. Uh these teams they've had pretty dreadful seasons. You know, neither one's had a win since September. Uh Aggies, you know, we opened the season, we ranked at six and then struggled to this point. But uh Maybe we can get our first win since September 24th. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, You know, UMass have had an even worse season, though. They've lost seven straight games and uh, haven't won since September 17th. Our players to watch uh, for UMass, running back Ellis Merriweather. He had a season-high 122 yards rushing, actually, last week. Uh, in their loss against Arkansas State. And he currently leads their team. He's got 479 yards rushing and three touchdowns. For A&M, uh, I'm going to say our player to watch this week, I'd be looking out for Evan Stewart. He actually leads all Power 5 freshmen receivers. Uh, he's averaging 67.4 yards receiving a game. And those uh, 607 yards receiving lead all SEC freshmen and rank 8th overall in the conference. And that's nuts. He's a true freshman. He's balling out. Um, really stepped up since uh, we had a nice Smith go down. Another thing to watch for is uh, Devon A-Chain may be coming back this week. I'm not uh, not 100% sure on that. Uh, but we, will, we shall see. Uh, if he does come back, that would be huge. He currently ranks 3rd in the SEC in rushing and is averaging 98.6 yards. Uh, keep an eye on that Aggie defense as they rank fifth in the SEC with their 37 pass breakups. Uh, they've also forced 11 fumbles and recovered 10 of them this season. Uh, so we'll see if they can uh, continue their great work in forcing turnovers. Uh, they're they're giving up a lot of rushing yards, but they're also forcing a lot of turnovers. So it's just one of those things uh, there to keep an eye on but beat the hell out of UMass and uh I guess I should say beat the hell out of Colorado for Aggie basketball tomorrow as always giga max uh god bless thank you for listening to the red dirt aggie show be sure you tune in uh to our next episode it'll be uh coming out next week uh stay tuned to our social media for uh our schedule i may have to change up some things next week with it being thanksgiving Uh, So change up the release schedule a little bit, but we'll still have uh, definitely at least at minimum there will be one episode coming out next week possibly two or more Um, and uh, currently working on recording a couple of interviews. I have a couple of Texas musicians that uh, have agreed to do interviews with me for the podcast and they'll be coming soon and I don't want to reveal who they are until uh, we have the episode recorded. And then uh, we'll start getting that information out to you. Letting you know when the episode is going to drop. So again, thanks for listening. Gigamax. God bless. Keep spinning good Texas country music. See you next time. This episode of the Red Dirt Aggie Show. was presented? by Heritage Pools Give them a call at 281-896-5061 today